Well, hello and welcome to an all-new episode of the Transfix Take podcast, where each week we deliver news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers. It's the week of January 31st, and I'm Jenny Ruiz, and I'm joined by our market expert, none other than Justin Mays. Mays, how's it going? It's going great, Jenny. I can't believe we're already coming to the end of January so quickly. It came and went and gave us a lot of surprises. <laughs> I was going to say, it's been quite a month already in 2024 for the freight markets. Oh, yeah. We're off to a, a bit of a wild start here. And now that you mentioned it, according to Scott Pecoriello, who's the CEO of Weather Optics, uh, 14 out of the top 53 lanes uh, are expected to experience high or extreme weather impact over the next seven days, specifically in the western part of the U.S., which includes states like California, Utah, Colorado, and Washington, while the rest of the country kind of gets a break from that snow and rain we've seen over the last 14 days, if you could believe it. So, Maze, my question for you is, what did we see last week heading into the weekend? Well, Jenny, we certainly saw capacity start easing, um, but that doesn't necessarily lead to rates and tenure rejections decreasing at the same time, just yet at least. Mm -hmm. um, we've seen some very interesting data, though, over the last two weeks, even as capacity eases, it's not necessarily leading to the downward rate trend that most shippers and you know anyone that joins our podcast would anticipate. Okay. Now I imagine based on what you just said, but you know, rates and rejections are still kind of funky. So, you know, give us some specifics on where we landed uh, since we last spoke. Yeah, of course, Jenny. We knew that the country was going to thaw out last week, as we called out, and temperatures increased. At the same time, like I mentioned, capacity has eased. It's cooled down. Um, but the decrease in tenure rejections and rates really ex was experienced in the beginning of last week. Since about Wednesday, things have basically hovered at a flat line. Um, van tenure rejections just under 5%, um, and reefer rejections still over 10%. Wow. And Jenny, like my eye is really drawn here because it's the first time in well over 12 months that we've seen tenure rejections remain high off of a spike for a prolonged period. Now, normally, you know, we see tender rejection spike around holidays, fall right back down, um, but we haven't seen that just yet. And I would probably assume that's why we continue to see rates at the national level remain pretty high um, yeah. at the average rate per mile. Um, but I still think in the coming days, we're going to continue to see that easing flow into the data with rates falling back down, along with tender rejections. Um, but it, it's something to definitely keep an eye on because... Again, rates at a market or a lane level, we're certainly seeing differences from where we were a week ago. And I'm sure we'll continue to see those differences go up and down over the next month or so. But you know what it's time for, the regional breakdown. Now, we're just about two weeks away from uh, Valentine's Day. And last week, you noted reefer freight would be something to keep an eye on, like you just mentioned, uh, specifically out in the southeast with Miami flower imports from Colombia. What are some other areas that you've seen uh, movement in? You know, Jenny, I would say that, you know, going back to our conversation last week, the Midwest and Northeast have really opened up with capacity. And what this is bringing is that capacity wants to go there because rates remain high in the Midwest and Northeast. So yeah. carriers are flocking to go and take advantage of those higher rates. We caught out last week, but rates going into the West Coast continue to be an undesirable location for carriers. So rates are higher. Um, overall, I think we're going to continue to see every region gain some capacity, bring on looser rates in the next week or so. Now, as you called out, we are approaching Valentine's Day. We are seeing reefer rejections remain high along mm -hmm. with rates. This is going to likely remain for the next two or so weeks. 
um, especially as you called out down in South Water. Good thing for carriers, shippers is going to be an interesting uh, story for the next couple of weeks. But, you know, as you mentioned, my guess is the Northeast is still trying to clear out inbound and outbound shipments that were backlogged from winter storm. Heather, what do rates look like here? Yeah, over the last week, we've continued to see pressure in the Northeast. Um, and, and this is going to drag into the coastal when we get to the coastal region. Yeah. But the Northeast, the largest markets by volume, Harrisburg and Elizabeth, New Jersey, saw pretty sizable rate increases from last week to this week. Now, this week, winter weather for the most part is pretty cleared up. I mean, we're still seeing some snow in upstate New York and parts of New England, but where freight ships out of, we're not seeing that winter weather. We're going to see rates, in my belief, rapidly decrease. That is going to the Midwest and staying within the Northeast. But again, if carriers are headed to the West Coast from the Northeast, they're going to demand a higher cost because they're leaving a very hot market for a, a market that they know they're not going to get the same type of rate per mile. Yeah. You know, cross-country runs through the Midwest almost incurred a 1% increase, but I see long hauls trending down. And maybe that tells a story similar to what you're talking about now. How is the Midwest recovering from last week, Mays? I would say the Midwest is opening up even more than the Northeast. Um, yeah. You know, it doesn't matter whether it's Wisconsin, Indiana, or Michigan. Every state is feeling that capacity come back. It's a lot easier for shippers to start moving freight after the backlog of the last, you know, three weeks now. Yeah. On the opposite side, there are still remote areas up in the, you know, the flyover states, the Dakotas, um, Iowa, even parts of Minnesota that are still seeing some difficulty. These markets aren't volume drivers. Mm. Um, the main volume driver markets are seeing the greatest decreases in tender rejections and rates. Mm. So we're, we're here at the coastal region, which is the area that's, I think, the, the one to look out for. And inbound and outbound rates through this region continue their uh, increase for carriers. So Maze, is this region going to let up anytime soon or will it re remain in lockstep with the Northeast and the Midwest? You're right, Jenny. Uh, the coastal region has been pretty stubborn. Yeah. But we're really starting to see a divide where the Carolinas actually are starting to experience some softening. Okay. Um, but, you know, Virginia, Maryland, they're feeding off of that tightness in the Northeast because at the end of the day, if Harrisburg market or even New Jersey needs some capacity, they're going to start pulling from Virginia, Maryland. Mm -hmm. So I believe going into this week, that need in the Northeast isn't going to be there. And we're going to see rates most likely see the most significant decrease in the coastal region. Interesting. Now, the story in the West Coast is an interesting one. We noted at the top of the show that there were going to be some uh, severe delays in several markets in this region, but it seems to be the most beneficial for shippers. What's happening here? Yeah, Jenny, the West Coast continues to be, you know, not the Gold Coast, to say. <laughs> yeah. um, rates have continued to trend down now for weeks, especially out of the state of California. Now, there is some pockets of tightening in Southern California, but still, shippers are seeing themselves pay less money this week than they were last week. Yeah. More notably, the Pacific Northwest has really loosened up. Um, this is something we would have expected throughout the entire month of January, mm. but due to all the winter storms, we've seen the Pacific Northwest remain tight. But right now, we are seeing you know, Washington, Oregon, even Northern California loosen up the greatest week of a week. And unless we start seeing some capacity disruption, which could really happen with your callouts, yep. um, the West Coast is going to continue to be in that downward spiral. But, you know, I do believe we might see some capacity disruption 
and parts of California that experienced some, you know, large-scale flooding, and then in states like Utah and Colorado where it's snow and it blocks and potentially closes the roadways. Yeah, we're going to have to see what happens over the next seven days there, possibly even on Friday. Um, I want to move over to the to the southeast. This region seems to be the quietest one as we gear up for an influx of flowers. Uh, fun fact, roughly 500 truckloads of flowers are shipped out of the Miami market. Uh, tell us what we can expect here. Yeah, Jenny, you're spot on. Um, as we approach Valentine's Day, like we called out, it's going to start heating up in South Florida. We're already experiencing it especially for freight that stays within the state of Florida, hmm. we are seeing rates continue their increase. Now, you know, there's more rural areas of Southeast and Alabama and Mississippi that are seeing a decrease, but overall the highest volume markets, even in Atlanta, we're seeing still rates kind of hold a flat line with a slight increase. Now, going into the next week, after the end of month, I think we're gonna start seeing capacity and rates ease up in the Southeast where in a large scale, we're going to see rates fall. But hmm. in South Florida, we're going to continue to see that momentum in the carrier's favor. All right. Now, closing out with the South, it continues to decrease in rates across all halls or all lengths of halls. What are some of the markets you're looking at here, and will the losses keep coming? We've got to keep an eye on Dallas and Fort Worth. Um, hmm. It's a big driving market for volume. We're continuing to see that you know downward pressure, as you called out. Now, I still think there's plenty of room to go down because of the winter storms bringing up rates so fast. Yeah. But keep an eye on Houston, Dallas, Fort Worth. They really drive the entire south. Um, but I don't see any stopping of the downward trend on cost and capacity. Mm -hmm. um, now, again, it's going to be lane by lane. Freight going back to the west coast is not desirable for carriers, even from the south. So it's really going to be on the freight originating in the south, going to the midwest and the northeast, where you start seeing the greatest decreases come. All right, now we took some big bets at the top of the month. It is the 31st, uh, so let's give our audience a recap of what they are. Uh, first one was we predicted significant rate, uh, fall in rates throughout January, surpassing the declines that we saw last year this time. I think it's fair to say Mother Nature may have changed things for us here. What do you think, Mays? You're spot on, Jenny. Mother <laughs> Nature forced us to take a detour yeah. um, the month of January. We, we took a different turn and went a different direction, but a more favorable one for carriers who had a tough 2023. Yeah. Um, rates are ending the month actually higher than when we started, which is not typical for the month of January. But like you called out, Mother Nature had different plans for the freight markets this month, um, along with, you know, not just the freight markets, but carriers staying in business. Um, we're giving some more life to carriers. Now, again, I don't think this is going to be prolonged. I do think we're going to start seeing the market come down off of the, the winter storm high, let's call it. Yeah. Um, but it was a different ending to the month that we would have originally anticipated, for sure. Keeps things interesting, you know. Uh, <laughs> now, you, you hinted at this uh, just a second ago. We predicted that the impact of the great carrier purge may not be felt later until later this year. Uh, you know, what was the response that we saw in carrier exits this month? We didn't really see much of a change, and I think it has to do with that winter weather. Yeah. The winter weather you know, pushed rates higher. It really started closing that gap between spot and contract, which is still pretty large, but it's keeping you know, some of the smaller carriers that have struggled. It's given them a little more life. Um, you know, The big deciding factor is, again, going to be, do we continue to see these rates at a flat line like we have in the last week, or mm -hmm. do we start seeing them fall as we cross over the end of January and the coming days? 
well we will have some big bets for you in uh february at the next recording now i want to close out with not don't miss out on our diesel download webinar with ben vulcan who is our director of data analytics at transfix on wednesday which if you're watching it is today january 31st at 2 p.m eastern standard time uh with that we'll see you next week with an all-new episode of the transfix take podcast until then as always drive safely maze any big any any guesses on who's going to win the uh the super bowl two weeks i'm going to say san fran i'm a big san fran fan uh i don't know if they're the underdogs technically but you know kansas city we saw them in it the last two years so I was yep. a big Detroit fan. I really wanted to see Detroit go all the way uh, just to be, a, you know, America's team, the big underdog. But unfortunately, it didn't happen. I'm with you on San Fran. So let's see what happens. And if you're if you change in the next week or so, because we've got two weeks going on. But with that, we'll see you next week. See you. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix Inc. or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Inc. nor its affiliates nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change. Music.